Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good day to everyone in, in Colorado. Good good morning, I think, to people in Australia. Good evening to everyone in Ireland, the UK, and Europe. Special edition of the Dublin November podcast. Michael McQuaid, Stuart Roach, Colin Cronin. Boys, why are we live? Is is there anything to talk about, or is there any uh, any news anybody wants to talk about, or what's what's the crack? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers decided to stay in Green Bay, Michael. I think that's about the extent of it, isn't it, Colin? <laughs> I thought you would have had the uh, we're we're back uh, clip ready to to go, Michael. Given that that's what it, it feels like, I have the uh, the the Super Bowl Fifty hoodie on, and uh, it it just the, the buzz, the difference, the the last twenty four hours. It's uh, unlike anything I think that the hope that we've had over a sense Super Bowl 50 realistically no matter who has come in you know even if you you wanted to hope for the best it didn't feel like it does now that we have a, a genuine franchise QB in Russell Wilson a guy who you know we can um rely on I think uh for you know at least say four or five years and and who knows after that but the buzz is definitely back in Broncos country 
Uh, yeah, j- just to confirm what Colin and Stuart are mentioning there, the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson. If you haven't seen it over the last 24 hours, where have you been? But lads, seriously, unreal. Like, you know, what we have sat through over the last five, six years of quarterback, you know, Brett Rippon, True Lock, Brock Osweiler, um, Need I Go On, Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater. It, it, it just feels as if, lads, Stuart, you know what? I'll start with you, man, because you're at the top. You're on that side of the screen. It feels like we're finally getting our due reward for, for sitting up and watching some primetime games. Wasn't many primetime games to watch last year now, but it definitely seems that we've... Uh, yeah. I was, trying to say, get I was going to say, Mick, I don't recall us having to stay up late too many times over the last couple of years because we were in the uh, the graveyard slot for the NFL, as is uh, fitting for teams that have, have really struggled. Um, I, I spoke to my nephew immediately afterwards because it's it's my fault, poor devil, as a uh, as a Broncos fan. And he said, like, for the first time in years, it actually, there's something to look forward to in sport because, like like all of us, he's also a Manchester United fan. And he pointed out, he goes, like, Sundays, basically, you could have United at four o'clock losing and then the Broncos at six losing. It was just, just a horrendous sequence of events. So, as you say, it does kind of feel like we've put in our time with this. We, we've tried to remain enthusiastic over, over, the, over the years. We've tried to... To sort of look for light at the end of the tunnel, but after a while, it just becomes draining. And I, I think the one thing that is very difficult to sustain is interest when there's no hope. Um, you know what I mean? And I think we've been spoiled in some regards because we've had John Elway and Peyton Manning, but it's been a long six years since Peyton Manning retired. And um, this was the first time in an awfully long time, I think, collectively. Broncos country and Broncos fans all over the world woke up with a bit of a pep in their step, despite the horrific weather. Even though it was, it's it, it's like Noah's Ark stuff outside in Dublin at the moment. Um, I still managed to to sort of skip down the road after dropping my son to school and the pelting of rain because hey, at long last we've got a franchise quarterback, and he's not thirty eight. He's not a diva. Um, and he's a really, really, really good player. And as Colm said, we should be looking at hopefully four, five, maybe even six years of top drawer quarterback play. And in a nutshell, the Broncos are now relevant again. And that's all we've been looking for for the last couple of seasons. I think that's a really important point, Colm, because talking about that relevance in a division when you've got Patrick Mahomes, you've got Justin Herbert and you've got Derek Carr, they're more than relevant. They've already got a lot of those players around that roster. But bringing in Colin Russell Wilson, this team now surely, surely has a hell of a chance of winning this division. And to see some of the Chiefs fans, especially over the last day or so, remain very quiet, um, especially on this side of the, of the pond, uh, is, is, it's nice to see after a few years. Well, there have been some in um, in Chiefs Kingdom and certainly some Chiefs Kingdom media members who've been very chirpy. And, um, you know, I, I don't think I think that's a reaction. I think they're, they're looking for, um, you know, in, interaction. Uh, we had to do something. The reality is in, in this division in the AFC West, as you've outlined, the you we have to make a splash. I mean, the QB is the most important position in sports, arguably, right? You can, you can get by, you know, if your, your goalkeeper is uh, dodgy, Uh, you can get by if your point guard is not absolutely top, top notch, you can get, 
by if your out half isn't uh, elite. You cannot get by if uh, your quarterback isn't um, top, top drawer. The way in which the league has gone now, especially, and the reality is in the AFC West with Mahomes, with Herbert, and um you know the the josh mcdaniels coming in at the raiders what we know better than anyone the issues that josh mcdaniels had right when he was here in denver but has he has he learned can he scheme you know he he's certainly uh, a guy who you know can on, on the x's and o's side of things can do it uh will he will he have learned from that so yeah we absolutely had to to make a splash and we have done that uh it certainly makes us competitive in, in the division i think the other thing it does is as Stuart says you can you know being bad you know is is an issue but being boring is um i, I think an even bigger issue and and that's what the the broncos had become um, because you knew what you were going to get every Sunday and getting above 18 points was always going to be a struggle. And it was like how how we were, you know, grinding, grinding teams out, and like keeping the, the ball and keeping it away from, from them. Whereas now all of a sudden with bringing in, in Wilson, you have a guy who, you know, can extend plays, who can hit a deep threat, um, who will inspire those around him. Because the other part of being a QB isn't just the play, but it's elevating those around you, inspiring those around you. I keep going back to it. Um, Peyton mightn't have been Peyton Manning in that final season, but the way in which the others responded to him, the fact that they came together, the fact that they wanted to win. Look at the O, the the O line, um, you know, and the forming the circle. They're all their arms are up in the air and chanting his name um be you know before the watershed so i won't say what they chanted before that final touchdown drive that tells you the inspiration that that he had russell wilson players gravitate towards him i think this is fantastic and that uh you know is another reason he will attract um free agents he people are going to be buzzing you saw the reaction from players yesterday we saw jerry, jerry judy go from unhappy to very happy uh, in, the, <laughs> in the space of about 40 minutes Stuart, we ha we have got a guest coming on in a few minutes, so just maybe just to get your opinion on this before we bring him on and ask him a few questions. Obviously, we haven't even mentioned the fact that you know the terms of the deal: two first rounders, two second rounders. Broncos receive, I think, a fifth rounder or a fourth rounder. But the players obviously going in that trade: Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Hearts. Um, what are your thoughts on on you know the three players, especially? Guys like you know Shelby Harris, who's a fan favorite, and Noah Fant, who we've uh, well, I think may, we we have had the chance me, me and Colin speaking before, and he was he really you know enjoyed his time in that city, and it's it's a pity for him. Yeah, the only thing I'd say, Michael, is it's going to cost you um, when you go out and and trade for a franchise quarterback. The thing about it is, I suppose these deals are always they're such blockbusters because they're so rare. Um, it's almost like we don't have the parameters of deals in place. It's almost kind of like a stab in the dark because um, these things tend not to happen. Russell Wilson is still in his prime. Um, these quarterbacks don't they don't get traded. Um, so this was this was you know it, it, it was a huge surprise. I think I think most of us had sort of focused on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the three of us certainly on this on this uh, podcast have, have, had long maintained that Aaron Rodgers was going nowhere. So there was no surprise. So yeah, I mean, it is. It does seem like a huge haul. But the thing about draft picks are, 
even though ironically um George Payton won um some you know the the Broncos team were awarded uh best draft class last year um they're going to have to really earn their corn of, of getting best draft class this year because they don't really have very many picks left uh, although they do have three in the fir- in the first 100 so hopefully we can unearth some gems so yeah it's unfortunate to see players you know like Shelby no no phantom and and indeed Drew Lock go i think hopefully Lock change of scenery might might work out for him. Um, Shelby, you know, was was a great story. He was a fan favorite. He didn't have his best season last year. You know, I think the the contract um, was something that may have weighed him down slightly. And Noah Fant, I think, has yet to go past promising. He's he has all the the tools that you want in a in a tight end in a modern day tight end. He looks the part. He moves. Um, he struggled a little bit with injuries, and I, I think if you're going to lose one absolute blue chip caliber player, for me, the, the worry was going to be Jerry Judy or, or Cortland Sutton, somebody like that. So I think if if you had to lose one, I think Noah probably would have been the one I would have picked. And also, don't forget that Alberto is a really good player in his own right too. So. Um, Alberto can be the vertical threat from tight end now, and Saubert, I'd be looking at bringing him back. Um, and you can pick up good tight ends later on in the draft where we do still have some picks. So, yeah, it was it was a haul, but you're, you're going to get that, you know. I mean, the draft has become kind of uninteresting for us for the next couple of seasons. But, you know, if you ask the the Rams fans that you know out there, you know, would they trade first, second round picks for, for the Super Bowl? The ap- answer is absolutely no. Absolutely no. So, yeah, look, um, big haul, but hey, that's that's the price, um, and look what you get in return. Wilson is guaranteed. Drafts aren't; they're not. You know, we've we've for every Pat Sertan, there's there's been you know guys like Shane Ray over the years. So th- there's no guarantee. As well as 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 Jordan George Payton and his and his staff have drafted, there's just no surefire thing. You, you can't legislate. So you're much better off having the having a proven commodity, especially a quarterback, as Colin said, very good points. You can scheme around deficiencies in player talent in just about every position, in just about every sport. As we have discovered, you absolutely cannot do that with quarterback. Cannot. It's, it is the most important position in sports because if you, and you only realize that truly when you don't have one. So I think we're collectively experts on the importance of the quarterback position on this podcast because <laughs> we have seen week in, week out for five, six seasons now, just just exactly how. So we uh, we'll we'll release a, a book or a PDF on that in the in the near future. Um, safe now in the knowledge that we do have one. So there you go. Yeah, I, I just just before I guess, because I just want to say, you know, fair play to George Payton for just going all in here and getting it done but if you actually look at the specifics of the deal you know a lot of people were saying that Aaron Rodgers if he was going to move anywhere it would be at least at least two first rounders two second rounders a third potentially three first rounders 2022 2023 2024 at least it was going to be a massive haul so you know if you actually look at the draft specifics of the deal and look at the age of Russell Wilson and what he can bring on the statistics to this team it's it's a no-brainer and quite frankly i i will say this publicly lads i i think the seahawks have been completely shafted here i would love to know as Ad, as adam shafter said these discussions have been going on for weeks what have they been talking about for weeks what did the seahawks originally go to the broncos with did they ask for maybe for three first rounders what 
exactly is there not, not that we have to care about this now but what exactly is their long-term plan here because you're fully right in what you're saying Stuart there's, there's nothing guaranteed in this league and we've literally seen guys come in and there's nothing worse than watching a game knowing that you don't have full faith in your quarterback we now have a guy that can that can throw it down the field you know and he it, this is why it's very exciting now um just to see the potential just with this team but you really feel that now that's been sorted let's go get Vaughn back in why not let's get him on a friendly deal where he can retire with the team two or three years four years if needs be but say uh, i mean he's like lads have you seen his instagram account this morning he's he's literally coming back like he he's literally done everything as long as they pick up the phone and get him back well he's he's also he's also said today um a quote is he he's gonna talk to the rams first and and then he will he will uh, look after that so um it's 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 kind of a strange one um but uh justina anderson who hi who knows vaughn and has spoke to vaughn and talked uh was the one who kind of talked earlier in the week it appears vaughn is enjoying um free agency certainly he has posted quite a bit and again he was kind of tantalizing the the broncos today but what she said her direct quote from vaughn was i want to figure it out with the rams first and foremost because they've been real good to me on the slim chance that can't happen then i'll explore all my options so i would say from if that's a direct quote from vaughn that's probably one rams two broncos and three who who knows yeah and he's not the only, vaughn is it, it would be a lovely story but he's not the only um veteran pass rusher on the market this you know there are two or three really good players out there that you know chandler jones is is, is actually close to vaughn miller in sack totals uh, since he's come into the league and like a player that really interests me i think is hassan reddick who had a brilliant year for the panthers who kind of took a one-year prove-it deal you know i don't know our cap situation is still supposed to be pretty good obviously there's going to be a new deal coming down the line for russell wilson at some stage um but there is money like yes we've given up rather a lot of draft capital but we do still have some cap to spend um and i think to me now, I know I don't. We don't want to segue too far away, but like the two most pressing positions by far are right tackle and pass rush, um, and I think if it was me, I'd bring Massey back because I thought he he did well last year. Colin, I think we were chatting about this not too long ago. Um, but pass rush is the one real need that we have, um, unless you think Bradley Chubb is going to suddenly sort of re- rediscover his pre-injury form. Indeed. Uh, absolutely and we're delighted to welcome in our guest i think this, this is why i love going live right so I, i'm hoping he's here he is here i seen him a second ago and um, host of what well, co-host of broncos country tonight ryan edwards ryan obviously f- friend of the show friend of the uh, previous shows as well ryan can you hear us okay i, I love when this is live ryan uh, <laughs> is is here i'm gonna bring him straight in whenever he comes on i'm just gonna double check uh do you want to just continue on a second Stuart? and then if ryan comes in we'll just we'll just bang on you're saying about the but the needs at right tackle was it yeah yeah right tackle and pass rush i think are the two the two glaring needs i mean there was talk during the week about bringing josie jewel back which i wouldn't be against and um, i think josie jewel's a good player um so yeah i mean there aren't like offensively like the broncos are in good like they they, they have drafted well they've got you know some serious wide receivers um as we said we do still have alberto and most of the line is decent that right tackle position has been a problem for us for a while um, but if you can bring in Massey or some of the equivalent to that, then the, the offense is, is almost good to go. You might even be in a position to bring Melvin Gordon back. I see Melvin was, was tweeting away last night with his old Wisconsin Badger uh, teammate. 
so yeah i mean offensively i think we're in a good position just just pass rush i think is what we need to look at now from free agent point of view so are we all going to light a metaphoric candle so Ryan gets in here or what's the crack? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, while, while you're doing that, I see uh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp, uh, absolute Bronco, Broncos legend, one of my favorite all-time Broncos, uh, is thoroughly enjoying the Russell Wilson trade and is uh, taunting uh, Skip Bayless uh, <laughs> about how the uh, the Broncos will be better than the, uh, the Cowboys uh, th this year. So... Um, I mean, I think you can see the the smiles on our faces, the smiles on the faces of the players, the smiles on the faces of um, kind of uh, former Broncos and, and Broncos media members uh, everywhere. It's it's very telling. Um, you know. What about Akib? Akib thanking John Elway, saying he's a legend. Well, he is a, he is a legend. He he is a legend, and I, I think that the further we will get, I remember that that. Uh, he played under like uh, when Elway was GM. He was part uh, like it, he was the part of the reason that he ended up here. He was part of the, he he put together that Super Bowl um, fifty roster. So yeah, I get where Akeem is coming from. And look, uh, I think in 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 the fullness of time, um, when when we um, can a bit further removed from the past five years, we will look back on. Um, the El Elway's tenure as GM and we'll be able to properly assess that the first five years and, and and the second half but John Elway as as a QB I mean he's been involved in, in all bar one of our our Super Bowl appearances uh, he's responsible you know for all of the the Super Bowl wins so I I, I don't think we can um forget that part of it yeah absolutely there are plenty of asterisks and uh you know it's been it's been tough tough sledding at times um for a lot of the the past five years but um john elway will he's the reason i fell in love with this franchise in in the first place he will always have a special uh place in the hearts of every broncos country member i think the the joys of being live here ryan can you hear us yeah no no maybe we can hear it's all good. I'm I'm gonna text Ryan and see if see if we can get him through. But uh, I feel bad because I want to hear Ryan's viewpoint. But uh, lads, the internet, huh? Seriously, I, I I'm gonna go try and produce this in the background. You lads okay. talk away for a second, and I'll be back. Uh, Stuart, I suppose, kind of um, looking looking at um, you know the we've we've spoken obviously about the Russell Wilson si side of things. Um, look, and we talked about the the edge, but there are a, a lot of players, I suppose, who um, are out of contract. And from what you've seen in terms of looking at that, the secondary, um, you know, J Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson had something of a down year last year um what would what would you be looking to to do do you think we we have um the partner for justin simmons on the the roster currently or would you be looking potentially to to bring in there i would i i i don't know i i'd love to go out and get tyron matthew i really would i think that would really just rub extra salt in chief's wounds i think the amount of trash they've been taught. You know when teams are nervous when they talk smack, uh, when they say nothing, then, uh, you know, <laughs> then, then the move would have barely even registered. Uh, you know, teams are rightly worried. The Broncos have, have just not been a factor for years, but they're a factor now again. Um, 
I think Kareem Jackson it was a fan favorite, but I think a lot of the time his big hits would mask some some really poor play in coverage. I think the Broncos allowed him to test the free agency last year. I would be surprised if they, at the minimum, didn't do the same this year. And I, I, I'd also be surprised if he came back. Um, and again, safeties are players that you like. Justin Simmons was a third round draft pick. Um, hey Ryan, so can you hear us? Get Sorry, I'm jumping in, Stuart. Sorry, I'm jumping in. You're Ryan, okay. can you hear us? No, no, no. And Doesn't also, work. Colin Fuller didn't really work out as well as we'd hoped. Um, so, you know, you've got Pat Sertan on one side who's, you know, if not already a lockdown, or he's very close to becoming one. Um, and Darby, I thought, played quite well. I know Darby's on a longer contract and Fuller's on a one-year prove-it deal and he, he really didn't prove anything. Um, so you might need... Odemudia is somebody who's kind of come in and, you know, he's fits and starts. I know he had a, a, an injury last year. It'll be interesting because... The one thing about Vic, um, to give him his due, was that he was not a very good head coach at all. He was clearly a very good defensive coordinator, and he was able to pick up defensive backs and fit him into his scheme, and, and they became extremely competent players. I don't know how well that's going to still be in place now Now that Vic is gone. So, you know, cornerback might be another position. Um Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I think, you know, obviously Shelby's leaving. Telvin McGee, I think you might be looking at. Draymond Jones is still a really, really good player. Um, and I think one or two of the guys that, that uh, George Payton brought in last year, like Young, I thought I thought Young from the Rams um, is one of the most desperately unlucky players in history to be traded from the Super Bowl winning team mid-season to a, a pretty ordinary Broncos team. Um I wonder would he still get a ring? But anyway, you know, somebody like that could be interesting. But one of one of the other things is you can get vet minimum guys now. You know, we saw that with Peyton Manning, where people will want to come and play for the team. Look at the Rams, you know, when they you know, they, they were able to make these moves, they were able to get Odell Beckham came. So so suddenly the Broncos are 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 similar, I think, in regards to a destination um for players. Um you know, there's no denying that the talent is now in the AFC. Uh, like Russell Wilson leaving the NFC further weakens that conference. Tom Brady's gone. Really, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers should be should be winning that division next year. So, so it's you know the AFC is 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 hyper caffeinated when it comes to talent. So it's not going to be easy to win the AFC. Um, but at least now we'll be in the shake. If the Broncos don't get a uh, wild card berth next year, you'd be hugely disappointed. Um, and I think our strength of schedule is kind of middle of the range next year, so we should be okay. And obviously, it's a bit too early to read anything into that before teams make their moves. Um, but yeah, I, I would expect us to be able to to, to fill. You know, we're, we're going to have to fill a lot of positions of need before the draft now, which is kind of a different approach to one that we've had in previous seasons because we don't have 
you know, the high end picks that we might have done previously or the premium picks. We do still have some some decent picks left this year. The Rams trade helps in that regard. Um, I just want to first off thank Ryan Edwards. Sorry for the technological issues, lads. He's not going to be on, uh, but it's my bad. I think just can't it can't get the sound to work. But Stuart, sorry for putting into your no, previous conversation. It's just the joys of going live, you know. And everyone's yeah, watching. Absolutely. absolutely. For, for everyone watching on Malhigh Report on Twitter at the minute, and for everyone listening, obviously in the podcast, we appreciate folks who's listening and watching. And it's uh, it's March, and do you know what though, boys? We actually now have stuff to talk about properly for the next six months i think that's the only negative here we have to wait six months yes sure what you're saying there like the like yes we are missing out in draft capital but like column could we even try and exploit that in free agency instead because you know it's it's short term it's two years so we have the assets there we just have to go now and look and for me i look at the afc west and like we now have that thought process of going to our going to our head and, and we know we, we we have a quarterback that can, that can go in there and has a hell of a chance going up against the dark lord yeah i mean i i think to, for me looking at it obviously i mean essentially this year what you're what you're really missing is a, is a first rounder and i think a sixth rounder i think we have a pick in every other round and then next year you're at the moment you're looking at you know not having a, a first rounder or or a second rounder and so next year is potentially where it hits a little bit more because you're not picking, um, you know, in the in the premium premium. But, um, you know, let's remember that as uh, Stuart has outlined, J- Justin Simmons, third rounder, uh, Russell Wilson, who we are all very excited about, third rounder. So there's plenty of talent to to be had in in the later rounds. It'll just mean needing to to draft really well. And it is it's a it's a two year um kind of change so I, I think the broncos have a lot of young talent you will obviously need to supplement that um through the draft through free agency but again you know when you have a, a franchise qb in place you can do that you can get by you can take shots on on other um, players and uh, in other positions and see how things work out whereas whereas you know you can't as we've discussed you can't get by by you know just um on it on kind of any standard qb so to me um i'm not that i'm not that concerned i actually didn't think it was an enormous hole in terms of the picks as you've outlined michael there was talk that it would be kind of three firsts three seconds so a a three-year disruption i think it is is enormous um but two years i think you can can overcome that and i think um you know this is not the kind of situation where that the seahawks i mean found themselves in which is why they ended up having to kind of trade um for, trade russell wilson in the first place the essentially jamal adams and the jets have ruined the the seahawks and we see them now not just letting go of, of wilson um in the trade but bobby wagner being um released so that was mad that we got to this morning bobby wagner as well mad they're in a, a complete rebuild by by the the sounds of things. I mean, I, I, what I will be interesting to see for is do other teams look at that and say, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, are are there? Could they potentially, you know, really look to to get get a haul? And, and maybe that's what they will do. Um, but I, I think for the the Broncos, um, you, you, you essentially given that you know you're down two picks 
this year and you're down two high picks next year. But if Peyton and it'll be very difficult to replicate the, you know, the success that you got across the board. I think um, all bar one of the picks last year got decent playing time. Um, I, but we know that there, there is plenty of talent to be found and in Denver in particular, the undrafted free, free agents, you know, we've seen Philip Lindsay come through our history um, with those guys as well. If you go back into the, the recent and not so recent past, they've been some superstars. So I think um, we, we will be okay as, as long as you have your franchise QB, you can, uh, you can build around that. Sure, just going on what Colin has said there, and I don't want to talk too much about this, but it's something that I didn't get a chance to talk about last night on a, on a different podcast, and even now, if you watch back on McAfee yesterday, he did openly state his sources and NFL sources to him indicated that the Broncos were in on Rodgers, and that he thinks they were in heavily on him. Do you think that they were at all? Or do you think it was maybe smoke to get this done under the light? Because I mean, like, look, this has came out of nowhere, Stuart. Nowhere. Pete Carl saying last week at the Combine that um, there's no rebuild and that he's looking forward to working with Russell Wilson, looking forward to working with Bobby Wagner, for example. So this is just, it's really blew up. And that's why for even for neutral fans as well, a trade like this is always just, it's what makes the NFL so special at this time of the year when there is no football to actually watch. Um, I I don't know, Michael. I think I think they were in for Rogers. I don't know how, but but I I also think that the noises that kind of came out of various sort of camps, Green Bay and, and the Rogers camp, um, you know, apart from the twelve day clan stuff, if you kind of tried to block that from your mind, it it did seem to sort of indicate quite quickly that that there was just no way that Rogers was going to be let go. Um, I think Colin mentioned yesterday on Twitter as well, the biggest problem that the Packers had was that they allowed Jordan Love to see the field a couple of times last season, and Jordan Love was, was diabolically bad. Um, you know, so I think uh, the fan base in Green Bay are, you know, they're blessed in that they've, they've had superb quarterback play for three decades now, I think. Um, but they would have rioted, I think, if they'd allowed Aaron Rodgers. MVPs don't get traded, they retire, or they keep playing for the team that they won the MVP awards. Two-time MVP in a row don't get traded. So I don't, I don't know, and I think like all of you, I, like one of the things yesterday, I, I, I deleted Twitter from my phone recently because I found I was living on Twitter, and I dropped my son off to basketball um, in the hour that all this happened. And uh, I was sort of, I left him there and I was walking out and I gave Colm a ring to sort of, to chat about how we'd been vindicated in our belief that Aaron Rodgers was only going to go back to the Green Bay Packers. And for about 30 seconds, I was listening to Colm and, 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 and then it kind of dawned on me, he's like going, are we talking about the same thing here? Because like, what are you, are you, why are you like, what's going on, man? Like, I, you know, I, I, I didn't think you'd be so delighted about Rogers. I mean, I don't, I don't, I knew you never believed he was coming, but, and then he was going, did you not hear? And I was I like, hear what? There was just like, I didn't go, oh, tell me, did we get Russell Wilson? It was just like, that wouldn't have, like, if he'd asked me to name five, 10 scenarios that had unfolded in the era that, that I was effectively uh, out of communications, Russell Wilson wouldn't have been, just because I didn't think it was going to happen because, you know, the Seahawks are a team that have not 
draft I know they've gotten rid of most of the draft picks, but when they've had premium draft picks, they haven't drafted it all well. Um, they've also got a 70-year-old head coach who has shown or certainly has, has said he has no interest in a rebuild, but a rebuild has just arrived at his doorstep. Um, and somebody pointed out um, last night as well, in effect, the Seahawks have picked the 70-year-old head coach over the 32-year-old quarterback, um, which is something, again, that never happens um, or very, very rarely happens. So, like, th this is just flabbergasting is the only word that I could use. It, I just never anticipated something like this. Well, people forget, I think, in the lead-up to this with the Rodgers thing, and, um, which is why, you know, occasionally you just want to scream, there's a huge difference. Peyton Manning was released by the Colts. Peyton Manning wasn't traded. He was released because of his injury problems and because the Colts had manoeuvred themselves up to commit to Andrew Luck. Um, that's the only other example of something like Rodgers leaving a team like the Packers being traded. Like, you know, and, and even that you're going, yeah, there's a massive difference though. You have to have the other team willing to commit to this. You can't sort of go, oh, we really want our eyes, we want, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't matter because the Packers have to want to trade him. Exactly the same with Russell Wilson. And in some ways it's even more surprising because he's younger. Like that's the yes. thing. Do, do you know, like that, this is why this is so incredibly rare um, because quarterbacks of this talent are very difficult to come by. Um, like Russell Wilson is a genuine top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now. Genuine top 10. Um, so for, for them to be true, like you can, like they were saying last night on, 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 um, on Game Pass, on, on uh, NFL Network, like this is one of the biggest trades in the last 30 years, they reckon. So I can't think of another one um, of this magnitude because it just, it just doesn't happen. Do you know? So I, I don't know, Michael, about the Aaron Rodgers thing. I think this is the best outcome for us trading because, you know, you've got Jimmy G, who's quite limited, as he's shown. Um, Aaron Rodgers, who I think is 38 and he has a lot of baggage. He's a superb player. Russell Wilson doesn't have any of the baggage that, that Rodgers does. Um, he's got many more years ahead of him than, than Rodgers has. And then you were into the free agent market, which was horrendous like at one stage yesterday it went from Aaron Rodgers to staying in Green Bay it didn't really bother me because I never thought he was coming I didn't particularly want him to come to Denver because I don't like him um, and then they're talking look for Mitch Trubisky's name to be the hottest one and like you kind of go and I was like oh Jesus Christ please God and he's he's apparently going to get paid as well but it'd like, be the most Broncos 2015 to 2022 thing of all time great <laughs> pay Mitch Trubisky 25 million a year <laughs> So, so you know, that was my concern when I picked up the phone to call Colm. And then his, the tone of his voice made me realise that, no, Mitch Trubisky was not going to be our next quarterback. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just, this is, you know, it's, there, there's almost, it's, it's almost, almost a sort of a sense of, of, of it just not being real. Just because you never, see, it's the difference between the Premier League, the difference between football over here and the NFL is you know you don't have transfers uh you know transfer fees so with like a player apart from the likes to say Paris Saint-Germain or oil clubs everybody has a price you know if another team comes in eventually they keep going up and up and up and up eventually a team even a Bayern Munich or even a you know a, one of those elite clubs will go okay yeah fair enough we will like the way uh Barcelona sold Neymar for example you know it's different here you know you have an asset you the NFL 
teams decide when they want to move on for a player, not the other way around, even with free agency. Um, so this is this is just players like this don't ever don't ever get traded. It's just phenomenal. And as you said, please can it be September already? You know, this is the real downside of the NFL having to wait so long. But at least, my God, we don't have to come up with new ways to polish a <clears throat> every week on the podcast anymore. We've we've got about eight, seven, eight minutes left before we all have to bounce. However, Colm, I just want to state to you, like, and it's something I wanted to say to Ryan as well. This is a guy, right? What he's he's beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. He's had um, an incredible record over the years for Seattle. He's still relatively young. He's thirty-three years of age. He's got a few years in him. This is the guy that had uh, the no trade clause in his contract. He chose to come here. So let's make again that clear for anyone watching that may not be a Broncos fan. He looked at this division, looked at this team, and thought, "I'll go there." So he could have rejected this. He could have went. He could have went to. All right, I'll say it. He could have went to a team like Houston in a division. I, I granted like, a lot of work to go on there, but he could have went to a different division where he could have maybe had an easier ride or thought, if I build this team around me in one to two years, I'm I'm in a different situation. He can make well, not. I'll go here. So he clearly believes in this team. Yeah, uh, I I think it helps that some of the you know teams that were interested in him um given the ownership situation do you, would you ever want to put yourself in with the current owners and and the current front office in Houston um with the current owners in in Washington would you want to put your put yourself there um and the given look Colorado has a lot to offer the Broncos have have a lot to offer but before we finish up one thing I would say on this is you know, we have Russell Wilson for whatever it happens to be, three, four, five, hopefully more years. But I hope that we learn from, um, you know, what happened after uh, Peyton Manning left. And I hope that we put a succession plan in place, right? To, you, you can never guarantee that it, it will work, but you have to try to ha have something um there and i saw eric burkhardt was uh tweeting earlier and he said that he asked jerry jones um some years ago what jerry's biggest regret was and he said not having a succession plan when troy retired cost us 10 plus years um despite all the great players we had come through in those years so um you you have to have something in place and as andrew brandt uh, always says the worst time to find a qb is when you need a qb um, so uh, I hope we will learn lessons uh, from the way in which, you know, we handled Peyton's um, departure and, and Brock and him going elsewhere and having somebody lined up. You can never really know, but also what happened in the interim. You have to go all in. You talked about George Payton going all in on a QB. You have to, right? Whether that's you go up in the draft to get the guy you want um, or whether that is... Uh, you know, draft or trading and, and getting it or, you know, the, the magical unicorn that was Peyton Manning. But you have to you have to do something. It is so rare. Um, you know, I think Tom Brady um, has skewed everyone's idea of the league, right? Both in terms of what the success you can have repeatedly, but also in terms of, oh, you can take a QB in any round and it'll, it'll magically work out. It is so, so rare. And we have found one in Russell Wilson who, yeah, he fell to the, the third, but that was because at the time people didn't believe in, you know, a short QB, a short uh, QB could, could do it. So um, 
to me, I suppose that that is I, I hope something I think we can enjoy Russell Wilson. We will. There will be fun back in watching the Broncos. And ultimately, you know, there can only be one Super Bowl winner. So it's not like I think the Broncos are going to go and win a bunch of rings. It'd be lovely if we did. But that's not what it's about. It's about enjoying the team, thinking that when they take to the field, they're in with a chance. They're always in with, in with a chance. That's that's what you want. That's all you can, I think, hope for on, on a Sunday because we know it's so tough to win in this league. I completely agree with that, Stuart. Uh, we'll maybe get your final comments here. Wilson, two years left in his contract. Just want to put that out there. I, I'm waiting until about tomorrow before us on NFL Network. Um, just, just sort of final comments, Stuart, before we all bounce here. And Do you think that's something that we would maybe need to address now or do you think maybe leave it for 12 months? I can't, I, I can't imagine that that wasn't um, sort of worked through um, during the negotiations column. I, I think there, there'd already be a pretty decent plan in place as to how they, they uh, that, that contract will be renewed and it might be changed slightly. They might try to lessen the cap hit in order to really maximise the next couple of seasons. What you would do, as we were saying earlier on, now that we're lacking premium draft picks for the first couple of years, in an ideal world, you try to free up as much cap space as you can for those two years where you where you're not relying on rookies coming in, um, you know, and, and starting a la Sertan last year. So you want to try and free up as much cap space as you can to attract free agents. So I'd I'd be surprised if if that deal isn't reworked. Now it's going to be it's going to be expensive. Um, so. You know, but then again, Mitch Trubisky's getting twenty-five million apparently. So whatever Russell Wilson wants to ask for is fine by me. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 you know, the the, the fact that, that that contract is not, you know, that there's a there's the, the the clock is ticking on it. I think Peyton would would have a pretty strong plan in place for how how he gets that sorted, and then they they move on. Russell Wilson, barring serious injury, is going to be a Broncos quarterback for the next five years minimum minimum column just some just some final words a, a great day for the parish what one would say <laughs> yes uh certainly a great great day for for the parish uh you know we we will no longer be playing uh junior in the junior b leagues uh we're playing uh se senior now and uh you know realistically russell wilson ma makes you inter-county um, but no, that, this is this is <laughs> the American listeners going. What the hell? What, is what, what are they on about? Yeah, Dublin are back. Dublin back. John Milan, I I love I love me county. Um, look, this this is this is the shot in the arm that the the franchise needed. The other thing that this did for if you are one of the Bolins, um, this probably potentially added half a billion. Um, to what the the franchise would go for. I mean, we were talking in the region of um four four and a half now could you be looking anywhere between five and six who who knows um but i think if uh if you're a broncos fan it's a great day if you're um an af a fan of anyone in the afc west get ready for a true kind of battle royale next uh next season because every single division game is is going to matter and it is uh it's just great to have the the optimism that we have when we're sitting here in uh in march indeed thanks everyone watching folks it's been that uh, sure has gone he's gone already uh thanks everyone watching really moment to shane o'brien 
Red Iron watching. We see you, Brian. Thanks, everyone, who's interacted today. Uh, hell, of a, hell of a move for this team. Hell of a move for this franchise, boys. Delighted to see. Stuart, yeah. see you later on. All the best. Colin, good luck, huh? Yeah. All right, lads. Good As luck. always, go Broncos. Go Broncos. Thanks to Maha Report. See you go next Broncos. week. A lot to talk about. See you soon.